Hey guys, welcome back to episode 14 of Sam Speak Sports and the SN Sports Network. I am your host Samuel, and today's episode I'll be going over the Steelers' 2022 NFL Draft class, telling you who they picked, what round they were picked in, what pick they were, and I'll tell you if they'll make an immediate impact on the team or how long, when we will see them. All right, guys, with the First, in the first round, the Steelers took it was the 20th selection. The Steelers took quarterback Kenny Pickett, University of Pittsburgh. Uh, I really like the pick. I think it's a good pick. Now they don't have to worry about going and getting a franchise QB next year. Even though people were saying next year's class is loaded with QBs to pick, franchise QBs to pick from, but keeping him in Pittsburgh, not passing on pit quarterback. Uh, they're ever going to be linked to the Dan Marino passing on him. But they finally get a pick quarterback in Kenny Pickett. Uh, well, I think he will he make an immediate impact, maybe, because uh, they did go out and sign Mitch Trubisky. So, and then they still have Mason Rudolph, and then they drafted a, another quarterback in the seventh round. I'll talk about him later and see uh, where, if he'll make the roster, where he'll be, and if he'll make an immediate pick. Uh, with the, but I think Kenny Pickett, uh, interesting, I think he might start, um, he might start week one, because uh, during the draft, uh, I can't. I think it was like the fourth round after the Steelers selected uh, another another receiver. They selected two receivers in this draft. I'll get to this the two real after them talking about Pickett. Uh, but after that, uh, after the the their fourth round selection, they had uh, Mike Tomlin on the the draft on NFL Network, and he was asked about will Pickett start week one or will it be a QB bet? And he said he Pickett has a chance of starting week one, but I don't know. They want to see how the four QBs go in training camp, and they're going to have a quarterback battle. And whoever wins that battle could start week one. Is going to start week one, I meant. Uh, so, yeah. The freshman section, I give him an A minus. With the second, 52nd overall pick in the second round, the Steelers took wide receiver George Pickens out of Georgia. I really like this pick. I think it's a nice receiver to match up against a lot of those cornerbacks and uh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati to give, a, give them hell. Uh, I like his, from the tape I watched, I think he looks really good. I think they got a nice pick here to match alongside Claypool and Johnson. Uh Plus, also, the physical traits are really nice. I give the Pickens pick a A+, plus because uh, people, like some experts were saying he would have been a first-round pick, and we got him at 52. 
with the 84th pick in the third round, the Steelers picked DeMarvin Leal, defensive tackle out of Texas A&M. Now, a couple of months back, he was being mocked in the first round as a first-round pick, and we get him in the third round. Uh, he basically can play anywhere along the defensive line and play any of those positions. And it also helps an aging defensive line so that if Cam Hayward or Stefan Tewitt want to take a rest, you can plug in Liao and he can play, I think. He can play on the edge. He can play on the interior. He can play on the end on any of those. I give it a... B plus. Uh, you know what? I'll give it an A. Just because he's going to take some time to learn the defense and help mold into his uh, mold his game. Because they don't really have a position for him. Alright, well the Steelers didn't have a for They didn't have they would have had two fourth round picks, but they only they traded the other one in Miami and uh, tw- last year's draft class to move up and get a fifth round pick to draft Isaiah Laudermilk last year. But they did have another a compensatory pick from the Bud Dupree losing Bud Dupree in the off season. And with the 138th pick in the fourth round, the Steelers took wide receiver Calvin Austin III out of Memphis. Now, this guy is a speedster. He looks—he could probably play the slot and kind of replace like what Ray Mary McLeod used to do and be doing that, like doing all the in-the-round like jet sweep stuff. And he could take the top off of, like, corners and stuff. So I really like this pick. And we took him also before Baltimore, which is good. Because uh, Baltimore apparently wanted him. So we got a good one. I give it an A+. And we didn't have a fifth-round pick because we traded it to the Jets during the 2020 season to... Acquire Avery Williamson. Uh, they didn't have a six round. They would have had two six round picks, but they traded it during the preseason of last year to acquire Joe Schobert. But they did acquire a six round pick from Kansas City for trading Melvin Ingram. And with that six round pick, the two and eighth pick, the Steelers took. Connor Hayward, fullback slash tight end out of Michigan State. Uh, this is obviously Cam Hayward's brother. So basically, uh, the Steelers have four sets of brothers on their team now. They have Khalil and Carlos Davis. They have Terrell and Trey Edmonds. They have Derek and TJ. And now... Cam Hayward and Connor Hayward. Now, Connor Hayward, he can play fullback and tight end, but 
I think they might envision him maybe as both. I'm not sure, but I feel like on the uh, Steelers Wikipedia page, they list him as a tight end. I give this pick a B plus just because uh, even though I don't know how he's going to be put into the offense yet, you know, the Steelers probably might use him as a tight end to take some of the pressure off of Pat Farmouth and maybe have some plays designed for uh, Hunter Hayward to be put in there. But I think maybe the first year they might envision him as a special teams guy. Who knows? We'll see when the preseason rolls around. Uh, with the, the Steelers had two picks in the seventh round. With the 225th pick in the seventh round, the Pittsburgh Steelers selected Mark Robinson, linebacker out of Ole Miss. Uh, I don't know. I really I haven't watched much tape on Mark Robinson, but uh, from what I, he might be like, just a special teams guy, and then they might like put him in there. Uh, on like certain downs to help out, or, like give Devin Bush or Miles Jack uh, some rest. So I give this pick a B uh, just because I don't know much about him and who knows what his role is going to be on. Maybe it just might be a special teams guy. Uh, and then with their last pick, uh, in the t- seventh round, the 241st pick, the st- Pittsburgh Steelers selected Chris Oladakun, Oladakin, uh, quarterback at South Dakota State. Uh, they did bring him in for a pre-draft visit, so they technically really liked him a lot, so they brought him in. And they were also afraid that uh, he might have gotten drafted or picked up on the undrafted free agency. So they draft them. Uh, like what Kevin Colbert and Mike Town were saying uh, throughout the whole pre-draft process, they were bringing four quarterbacks into training camp to have them all QB battle. Uh, but we'll also see how a lot of Ken does in preseason. But for me, honestly, I think he might just be a camp arm and then probably be put on the practice squad I'd, I'd, or if he makes the roster uh, Mason Rudolph's time might be ending where they trade him to another team to get a late round pick and now I'm getting to the undrafted free agents they signed uh, they got a offensive tackle. Oh, the Elodikin pick. I'll give it a B. Just because I think he might just be a camp arm. And then a practice squad arm. But who knows? He could go out in the preseason and just wow everybody. And then Mason Ruff gets traded. Uh, now I'll go on to some of the undrafted free agents they picked up. 
they picked up an offensive tackle, uh, Jake Dixon from Duquesne. Uh, who, I don't know. Uh, Mateo Durant, running back out of Duke. Now, he's an interesting one because they didn't go out and sign uh, a backup for Najee Harris yet. So, if he comes out and wows everybody in preseason and training him, there's a chance he could be the guy that comes and rotates with Najee. Like, when Najee wants a rest, he can go in there and be the... RB2 behind him. Uh, Donovan Jeter, defensive tech of Michigan. Uh, he could be a nice rotational tackle, D tackle, but who knows if he makes the roster. Uh, he could be a practice squad guy too. Uh, Terry Johnson, uh, Texas A&M. Uh, TJ Moltar. Maltree out of Auburn, two outside linebackers. Um, they can make the roster because I don't know if they have anybody behind Alex Highsmith or TJ Watt yet. So they could be in, that could be those two could make the roster as backups behind them. Uh, Chris Owens, guard out of Alabama. Um, he could be an interesting one because. Uh, who knows if they have anybody be any guard depth behind uh Dotson or James Daniels, so he could be an interesting option to make the team. Chris Steele, cornerback at USC, uh, he could be interesting because I don't think they have any corner depth behind Witherspoon or. Uh, Wallace, Levi Wallace, or Cam Sutton. And who knows if they think Justin Lane can still be a backup or a starting corner. Uh, Jalen Warren, running back out of Oklahoma State. That's another interesting one. He could also be in the running to be RB2 behind uh Najee Harris. Uh, and then the last undrafted free agent they signed was cornerback Bryce Watts at UMass. Uh, another one that could uh, try to make the roster as a uh, as a backup cornerback behind uh, Witherspoon, Wallace, or Sutton. All right, guys, that concludes episode 14 of Sandwich Week Sports on the SNS Sports Network. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at sands.sports. Make sure you also follow us on Twitter at Pod. All right, hope you enjoyed this. Good night.